Bean, get off the table. Welcome back to Lexi reminds me what happened in Squid Game <laughs> because the last two episodes I've been editing and I'm like, did I even watch this whole thing? It's me going, that happened, right? <laughs> and then you either tell me no or yes. Oh yeah, I'm sick, by the way, in case you can't tell. <laughs> oh, I can tell. I'm going to insert a clip somewhere of me two weeks ago going, Sam's going to get me sick because he's sick. And this is exactly why I'm sick. <laughs> no, Sam has a cold, so I can't wait to get that. So you guys been swapping that speed? Yeah. No. That's he's just been breathing into my mouth at night. <laughs> he waits for you to fall asleep and then he <laughs> breathes directly into your mouth oh my god the other night jake woke me up in the middle of the night and he was like are you okay and i like had my head like in his mouth i I had my head inside of his mouth no (laughs) i i usually sleep like in the fetal position so my head is like usually curled down like into my chest a little bit you know what i mean like my head yeah. is like kind of tucked because I'm in that position. But my head, my neck was like super straight and my head was almost like looking up a little bit. Like, <laughs> like you had tetanus and you were had you were just paralyzed. No, it wasn't that drastic, but like I don't know, I was just a lot straighter than I was and a lot like than I normally am I guess and I was looking like directly at him like my face was pretty close to his aimed directly at his head and he said that I was <laughs> it sounded like I was struggling to breathe or something and I was like uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I'm so sorry that that happened because I think I would have actually shit my sail my my seal like I would have ruined the bed because I would have been so scared if you had done that to me so I'm really sorry that that happened she's myself myself uh yeah we also went out drinking last night which was unplanned but his friend was like in town so he came over for dinner (sighs) and then we went out and played pool and we were drinking and I was like this was such a dumb fucking idea like I'm sick and <laughs> now I'm hungover I mean I had to work today um what did you do this week pretty much this last week we've just been working we had one of our really good friends turned 30 uh on Sunday so her husband planned a surprise trip for her uh and he like got us all an Airbnb to go stay in Kansas City. So that was mm. really fun. 
So that's where you were last weekend? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. I've yeah. never been there. Is it okay? Yeah, it's cool. They have like a ton of stuff, but we did a pretty quick trip. Um, so we got in Friday night and just like had our little party at the Airbnb. There was like seven of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made it all the office themed. So I made like a picture <laughs> backdrop for her with like a bunch of funny quotes from the office. That's and cute. I made like 70 jello shots. But I have never tried to make jello shots with just plain gelatin. Like I remember Leah trying to do it with champagne and plain gelatin a really yeah. long time ago. And it basically just like turned to mush and like didn't set. Did it also taste gross? <laughs> I don't remember what they tasted like when Leah tried to make them, but this time I I tried to put like peach Moscato and peach schnapps in it in my ratio. I like did not put enough alcohol in it. So the gelatin set super hard. Oh and, yeah. Like, I know that's wax. so hard because you don't know you don't want to put too much that it doesn't set but then I know what you mean when it's so dense because you don't put enough liquid in it (laughs) yeah and I have never had that problem with like plain jello before obviously Mm -hmm. but this the the plain gelatin I always do when I don't use plain gelatin I guess I mean I guess you could but I always put some water in it like I do like a two two thirds liquor one third water when I do it just to like make sure it sets and it yeah usually yeah I mean like if you're using just like jello brand yeah it's harder with like it's but it's also harder with like not straight liquor with like Moscato or something it's like different too so yeah hmm but they, yeah, they were so hard and it was just like, we were like, we could literally use these as ping pong balls. <laughs> we just like scooped them out. They were so hard and they tasted like nothing. They had, they had no flavor. They're like, um, these are erasers actually, guys. That's, I'm not kidding. Like if you went to the Scholastic Book Fair and they sold jello shots there. Jello shot erasers. I made them. I think we could have attached them to a car and like drove on the freeway. (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, it was fun. And then Kansas City is like a really big barbecue place. And so we Mm -hmm. went to this real, we ate really good food. And it was cute. We went to like a little farmer's market area. And I bought some cotton candy there that was cookies and cream flavored. And it tasted like Ooh. the middle of an Oreo, but cotton candy. It was so good. I don't know about that. It was, it was good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we went to Ikea and walked around. Oh, that was fun. Ikea. Do you have one? Is there one in Omaha? No, our closest one is Kansas City. 
Oh, okay. But it was really fun. Uh, good. Yeah, we're going to Bath in England next this weekend, and I'm hoping they What's have that? good food there. It's where like the Roman baths are. Like you pay to like go see like you probably saw I went in high school there when I went in high school and we took pictures of like you know it's like the natural springs or whatever but they built like the Roman baths around it and now it's just like a historical site you know but it's like a whole town baths what I said you know how I feel about baths do you like them I love a bath. I love I a do good too. bath. These ones you can't go in. They're um like a historical thing. <laughs> I'd like to see them try to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> there are like ducks swimming around it and then it's just you. No, yeah, but Sam's never been, so we're gonna go because he likes stuff like that. And I really liked it when I went before. That's and fun. I love I love to go see if there's like a good pizza place or something maybe in the town. Because mm. I'm sick of the food here. <laughs> what is like the signature dish of Wales? <sighs> God, I he, I should make him come in here and tell me because I don't even know. Ask him. Um, Paula. Sam. Sam, I need you. Because I need to ask you questions. Wales. What about? What about? (laughs) Did you hear him? No, is that what he said? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. That's why I think (laughs) I asked you. Come here, I need. Come here. Come, come. Sam. Yeah? I'm going to ask you the hard-hitting questions. Okay. What is the signature food dish of Wales? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Indian or Chinese. <laughs> um, there isn't like any specific food that you would say is like representative of... Owl. I don't know. Like a, a stew. A lamb stew. <laughs> a lamb stew? <laughs> Lamb. Lamb. Yeah. A lamb. Um, Sounds delish. Lobscouse. A what? A a lobscouse. So it's like a, um, it's a stew that you just lob everything into it. You cook it. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, like normally made out, used to be made out like leftovers and stuff like that. You I heard like it I here could first. Get behind that. <laughs> I'm a big fan of just when throwing sa- shit in a pot. <laughs> Macaroni. <laughs> no, the first time he Leftovers told me that, I was like, lobster. Yeah, no, it's not even a lobster dish. It could be a lobster dish if you have leftover lobster. <laughs> God, I fucking wish. <laughs> Who has leftover lobster? We're talking about Squid Game. Do you want to be included? We're talking about Skid Marks. You can sit over here. (laughs) What? (laughs) So we're talking about Skid Marks. Skid Marks? Are you talking about Snail Trail? Ew. Didn't 
What's Weren't worse? we playing with you? That was not with me. We that was with somebody like... else, but I've heard the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, you don't need to tell it again. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, don't remind me. Come on, Sammy. You want to be included? You can be quiet till you want to add something. Yeah? Okay. Okay. If I get paid, this goes big. I won't even get paid if this goes big. Gotta make sure we don't lose too much. What would you rather have to never hear again? If you had to choose one to never hear again, would you rather not hear about snail trails or skid marks? Skid marks. <laughs> Snail trails have funnier stories than skid marks. <laughs> I don't know. That's debatable. <laughs> have you met my Since friends from college? <laughs> so I did look up if we have any Brian Laundry updates. And it's a no. <laughs> but there was that did you hear about that woman that was looking for his remains for five hours a day just like poking around with a stick in Florida and they like don't know who she is but she's like there's got to be more bones somewhere I mean she's got a point right yeah but I mean I don't think she's found anything or we probably would have heard about it by now (laughs) Mm. or she's being silenced well, that's that's all I know about that. So that's the end of the Brian Laundry segment. <laughs> okay. Um, but we do have, a, yeah. But we do have a friendship quiz that I would like to go over. Um, this is Great. a new segment. I don't know how long it'll last, but I've got ten <laughs> questions for you. Great! I can't wait to hear them. Okay, so some of these are like questions about me. Like, we'll both answer them for each other, you know, like, to see how well we know each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some are just, like, general questions. So, first off, what is my favorite movie? Mm. Don't say radio. (laughs) Radio Shack. (laughs) Um, I don't know this. You don't know my favorite movie? No. Um... Flicka. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was a movie. Uh, uh, Racing Stripes. <laughs> that movie is not as good as it used we to be. We bought a horse. I... <laughs> we bought... <laughs> the one we bought a zoo. We bought a horse. We bought a Paul zoo. Blart mall cop. Um. No, mine's Edward Scissorhands. I don't know if you knew that. I don't think I did know that. What's that about? What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've never seen that. You probably wouldn't like it. Sam, okay. Sam's I here too. Um, we'll see how I edit this thing together, but just in case people don't know, my boyfriend's here with us. <laughs> we gotta give him a, the intro. Okay. <laughs> What's his intro? Gotta be like we need like walkout music. I like sheep. Dun 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 dun. Are y'all ready for this? But we have 
Sammy in the studio with us today. So we watched it together. (laughs) (laughs) We watched it together. So he's going to weigh in if he has anything to say about this also. Okay, I'll go back to the questions then. Oh, what was your favorite movie? Um, I'm going to say Across the Universe. Yeah, I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Second question. What's my favorite restaurant? Cheesecake Factory. You write down the answers. I wrote down my answers. Why? Can you remember? No, because I'm like proving that she's right you know i'm not just like because if i just say like how is everyone else gonna know that you've written them down well i just told you right now you're here sam you gotta keep her yeah to fact check you gotta keep me honest okay what did you say like she tries to pull one over on me you gotta be like (laughs) "Ah, ah, ah, ah." (laughs) (laughs) you gotta just hit me okay um i guess what did you say factory Yep, yes. yep, you got it. I know um, your order would be uh, the fried <laughs> mac and cheese and a strawberry lemonade, and you would scarf it down so we could go throw it up in the West parking lot. <laughs> I ate $45 worth of Cheesecake Factory and immediately threw it up because I was so full that my body just rejected it. I was like, Lexi, pull over. You know, I know the perfect place where I would like to unload this, and it's our high school parking lot. Let's drive 10 minutes (laughs) after graduate. (laughs) Uh, Two years after we graduated. Yes. Oh, yeah. Left my mark. Okay. I don't know what yours is because I feel like you eat out more than I do, or like different places you have a (laughs) (laughs) you have a more refined palate than i do i don't know bj's (laughs) um no (laughs) buca de beppo can i just name every place you had a surprise birthday party for four years in a row Um, I think my favorite restaurant that we've been to together is probably Cafe Rio. Does that count? Oh, okay. I was thinking restaurants, restaurants. No, that's a good, yeah. Oh, it's not the melting pot. Okay. Uh Question three. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Question three. Did I ever go to summer camp? Yes. You went to Mormon summer camp. (laughs) Mormon camp. <laughs> yeah. I did go. I'm not Mormon. Uh, I don't think you ever went to camp. Did um, you? I never, I never went to like a sleepaway camp because anytime my parents even brought up the conversation of maybe me going to a summer camp, I would cry and throw a huge tantrum <laughs> and be like, you know, you're going to send me away. <laughs> You don't want me to be at home. They're like, no. And that's uh, on attachment issues for no reason. My it's mom, not like they ever left me anywhere. 
well I've told you this story right this is a very white trash story but my mom smoked grow when I was growing up and she'd be sitting outside and I would just be at the window like she'd be in like right outside of our front door there was a bench that she would sit on and smoke and there was a window right there and I would like pull aside the curtain and my little face would just be crying staring at her smoking when I was little I wouldn't leave her alone <laughs> she'd just have to watch me crying staring at her smoking and no wonder and she that's smoked. on bad she parenting was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like I will literally I don't even like the taste of cigarettes I will do anything to have a second <laughs> to myself and that's on absentee parents yeah so you smoked last night oh don't <laughs> I didn't even I forgot about that yeah I got so drunk I smoked last night nice um <laughs> gross do your hands you smell so bad I wash my hands that never goes away well I'm sick so I can't even smell I can Sam smell of fingertips do they smell, smell like tips yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Told you. <sighs> okay, well, it'll go. It'll fade. Just like the love for each other. Four, what is my favorite flavor of ice cream? Mint chip. Damn, mm. I don't, Sam doesn't even know any of these, probably. You're the real love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. Okay, sure. Fucking liar. Yeah, because yeah, he's reading it. <laughs> um, oh God, yours is probably like something very obscure. I knew you were going to say something like that. It's probably like a salted caramel something. No. Uh, I don't really like salted caramel. No, I'm pretty basic. I just like chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. Or cookies and cream. Or cookies and cream. Okay. Can I just have half a point for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it already uh, left my mouth. <laughs> uh, five. How do I feel about putting pineapple on pizza? I'm going to say that you like it because I think I remember us ordering pizza at that one party and you got pineapple pizza then. The party that I ordered that you didn't eat any of it and didn't eat any of it because I was so drunk. I just fell asleep. (laughs) You told me we would get breakfast. (laughs) Did I tell you that story? She was so drunk we were both so drunk obviously it was a party and we fell asleep in different bedrooms but I was like in the morning I was like I need to just go home like I can't eat I can't do anything but apparently I promised her I was getting we were getting breakfast the next morning (laughs) and so I walk in and she's like asleep and I just like I'm like Lexi Lexi because I want to see if she needed a ride home and she just like peels her little eyes open and I was like I'm leaving do you want to ride home or are you staying here and she goes you told me we were getting breakfast <laughs> and I was like well I can't even keep water down so no we're not getting eggs right now and then I started throwing up in the bathroom of that bedroom and Allie was downstairs cleaning up her parents house and she thought Lexi was throwing up so she goes 
pussy. <laughs> and then Lexi's like, it's not me, it's Alexa. And like, I guess at that point we weren't good enough friends for her to scream pussy at me. <laughs> and she was like, oh, sorry, I thought it was Lexi throwing up. <laughs> okay, so I like pineapple on pizza is the short story of that. I think you do. No? No. See, you like weird shit. So I think you would like that. No. Leave your hot fruit away from me. (laughs) Unless there's ice cream involved. Okay. Capiche? Okay. Uh, Okay, what what, uh, Hogwarts house would I be in? Uh, I'm pretty sure you're Ravenclaw. She's not that smart. Shh, wow. Uh, okay, I used to be a Ravenclaw, but now I keep getting Slytherin (laughs) (laughs) when I take quizzes. I think you're a Ravenclaw. These are the important questions. I'm also not that smart. Are you a Hufflepuff? A Gryffindor? I'm a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff? Okay. Uh, where would we go if we were going to go on vacation, me and you? Mm, Guess Salem. what I would have said. Oh, damn it. That's a good one. What's the second choice? Uh... <laughs> Blackpool. We don't get British jokes on this podcast, Sam. It's a shitty place in England. <laughs> um, maybe like the Pacific Northwest? New Orleans. Oh. We were literally going to go to New Orleans together, weren't we? I thought we were going to go oh. to Salem. Oh, maybe it was Annette I was going to go to New Orleans with and that never happened. Okay. <laughs> i'm a bad friend um okay this is not i don't have an answer for the last three this is just like your personal opinion uh which fashion decision was my biggest mistake i already know what you're gonna say for mine (laughs) (laughs) those fucking ugly white shoes i told you never to wear again she shows up at school, I go, do me a favor and never wear those sandals ever again. As she said with her jeans rolled up into capris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you gotta roll your jeans eight times for them to be capris, they're just jeans, okay? The cuffs of your jeans oh made it to class five minutes before you did. They were so goddamn <laughs> thick. They looked like tires around my calves. I couldn't afford jeans and capris, bitch. My parents were poor. You know how groomers (laughs) shave down a poodle's feet into pom-poms? That's what your fucking jeans were as capris, okay? (laughs) So I don't want to hear it about my my white gladiator (laughs) sandals. Oh my god. I've got to tell Sarah that. 
<laughs> your pants made it to fucking class in ten minutes. So far, you did. Uh, what was the most embarrassing moment in my life? <laughs> was it when you peed your pants after Oakley knocked you down? <laughs> I did not pee my pants. I. It's okay Probably if you that did. Dog that- that dog knocking me down was the probably the most embarrassing moment of my life was that I didn't less embarrassing pants, but... than when you dislocated your knee on the elliptical at the gym that <laughs> 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 uh, was so bad and wasn't the know. guy telling you it's okay to cry <laughs> He goes, it's okay. Do not cry. <laughs> I was like, I'm not crying because I fell down and embarrassed myself. I'm crying because my kneecap is not on my knee like it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's okay. I was just stepping onto an elliptical machine. I wasn't even doing anything. I just was like, oh, and here we go. <laughs> I just like twisted a weird way, I guess. <laughs> Um, I don't know. You don't, you either don't do a lot of embarrassing things or you don't tell me. (laughs) I don't know. What's like a high school, I can't think of anything in like high school that was embarrassing that happened to you. You were just so cool. (laughs) It's more, it's less about embarrassing stuff like happening to me and more about like I say something and then I'm like, oh my God, why did I do that? <laughs> Who yeah. was that? Who was that? Who said that? <laughs> You're just making little social faux pas. I'm just fa- falling over. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't think of anything you did. We'll I know. Thinking. Okay. No, what? forget it. It's not you. It's your father. The first time I came to your house for dinner, Lexi's dad was making chicken and I didn't know her family at all. And her dad goes, Alexa, you want to stay for dinner? We're having cock for dinner. <laughs> and she was like, dad, you can't do that. We're having cock for dinner. I was like, um, I think I'll go home. <laughs> that was after he made you a strawberry banana, milk, banana smoothie. It was milk banana and like a Hershey's square blended up a hot hot smoothie (laughs) and I said you know what I hate bananas and chocolate blended together okay last question which two fictional best friends are most like us Sam do you have a um Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Cheech and Chong. <laughs> We're not smokers. Um, don't know. That's a good The fact question. that the only person people tell me I remind them of is Melissa McCarthy, specifically in Bridesmaids, <laughs> is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Hold on, let me call, let me phone my friend. Let me phone my friend. I'll use my lifeline really quick. 
Yeah. Hey, Jake. Jake. Babe. Which two fictional best friends would you say Alexa and I are most like? Okay. He said he's going to think about it and get back to us. Okay. Frodo and Sam. Because you wanted to destroy a ring. Frodo. Who's Frodo? Is definitely Lexi. I'm saying I am. I am the sidekick. (laughs) I'm I'm Gollum. Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger. (laughs) (laughs) It broke back mountain. We're not talking Jake Gyllenhaal this week, okay? Yeah. Yeah, we can't. Why? Taylor Swift's new album came out. Oh. So. Are they in? No, okay. Not anymore. They did for three months. (laughs) It was the album she wrote about him. They She released, like, the remastered version of it. What was he? He, he was a bad man. Uh-huh. She was really young and he just really took advantage of her. Sound familiar? Um, <laughs> I'm older than Sam. <laughs> oh, I was like, what the fuck was that supposed to mean? <laughs> Sound familiar? Get used to it, bub. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. I'm getting hot. And when they're done playing tug of war, they go down in the elevator. And that's like when we're introduced to player 244 and he's like the very religious guy and he's like praying to God, like, thank you for sparing us and stuff. And then that new girl, the new girl that's on their team, number 240, is like mocking him and she's like uh god's not on your side like you just killed somebody (laughs) but they get back to the bunk bedroom and uh gihan's team builds like a big barricade because they're like anticipating another riot and i think it's like now they know like it's every man for himself and like they have to stick to their teams and stuff and a snake boy is what I just call him he comes over to taunt them and be like we're gonna kill you tonight um and Gihan's kind of like well what's like what's keeping your team from killing you yeah Jake and I were after that scene we were like that's actually such a good idea to like play mind manipulation games with these with this group of men because they're obviously like the strongest group in the room like they chose their own teams for physically <laughs> yeah and so it's like that would actually be the smartest move would be for like those really tough guys who all trust each other to just like decide that a smaller group of them will move on and then get rid of more of the stronger ones because it's like what are the chances that you're going to need to do another group game with the strongest people (laughs) yeah and he's like obviously like he knows he's the leader but he's not the one who has like the advantages it's the other 
guy the doctor guy that has like the most pull in the team so he could totally like turn everyone against him if they wanted to so basically the snake guy kind of calls off the riot because he's like getting scared that his team might kill him and uh gihan's team still like takes turn take (laughs) gihan's team take turns keeping watch to make sure nothing does like kick off and um this is where they all kind of get to know each other better because they do it in groups of two so like Ali tells Sangwoo that like his family is in Pakistan and his wife and son are in Korea and like that's why he moved here and has to like support them and stuff uh so Sangwoo like you'd think by now he'd be like okay Ali is like you know a dad who's just trying to support his family and like have some empathy for him and stuff and like they'd kind of build a bond but saying Wu's just kind of like you can tell he's just like manipulative guy through and through like this whole game that he's like does not care about anyone's humanity i you get the doing to the bodies before this don't you like the not burning them you see they they drop down don't they when after the game just after the game yeah just before they oh like, yeah because the... it shows uh it shows them like following the casket or the like yeah. the coffin box the little gift box that they put them in at the end yeah so it like alludes to something else is going on yeah with the red guys and stuff yeah so but while it... that's happening yeah mm-hmm. um i was gonna say about saying woo i agree but i think that i get the impression more that he's just like so desperate but also like so are all the other people who are playing the game but they it's like not like him because he i think him having like such a studious background and like being this like successful businessman and stuff makes him even more desperate because he now like extra cares about people's perception of him so that almost makes him like a little bit more cutthroat you know do you think he wanted to know about Ollie because he's like trying to make him comfortable and like find out his like vulnerabilities or do you think or he's trying to like blend in and pretend to be like empathetic I don't think he's trying to pretend I think that he I think that he is like he genuinely cares well nobody knows what's happening next do they so they think they could die tomorrow anyway so um, unless he is looking yeah he might be looking for ammunition or yeah finding out what the weaknesses are yeah I guess I don't I don't think I didn't get the impression that he is getting ready to like turn on Ollie. I just hate Sangwoo. Okay. <laughs> We're what so then after Ollie and Sangwoo take their watch, the next up is the old man and Gihan. And that's when they like really start bonding and we learn that Gihan used to work at a car part factory and um, he's telling the old man all of this 
and that's he got laid off obviously so that's why he's unemployed and lives with his mom now and like his co-worker died yeah and so he he's like having flashbacks and so we kind of get a glimpse of what what like led him to be in the place that he's in now because like it's obviously pretty traumatizing to him like he got laid off and so they rioted and then he like couldn't work after that I'm guessing he probably got in like some trouble and then started to like try to start his own business which they mentioned in like an earlier episode Mm -hmm. and then he didn't want to be he like didn't want to be owned by anybody again yeah basically so so then uh the old man is like he's like running on no sleep basically for the past like two days so then he starts like running a fever and Gihan and Sebyuk are taking care of him uh, because he's like obviously sick and they when the guards like come up um to tell them like the next game starting and stuff like he's the only Gihan's like the only one to take care of him and stuff so we switch over to Junho the detective uh he's watching the guards and player 111 sell the organs like get them all ready he's dissecting the bodies to like be sold on the black market and he's kind of like asking questions as if he doesn't know what the deal is and he like kind of finds out that they scuba dive underneath the island that they're playing these games on and take them like offshore to this Chinese ship that's on just like waiting for these organs so they kind of like have a time quota that they have to meet so they're like making player 111 like hurry up and stuff and you can tell he's like he doesn't really want to be doing it but he knows he needs like the advantage to try to win the game because they're like if you do this for us and like harvest these organs correctly like we'll tell you what's going on in the game and they're obviously doing this behind the leader's back I didn't it didn't really click before and obviously the whole point of this show is like somebody has a crap load of money that they're offering for people to possibly die or like kill other people or whatever all throughout these games but I just really want to know what this guy does or like whoever runs the runs this whole experiment where are they getting the money from yeah like who bought the island (laughs) yeah and obviously, like, they've done some pretty extensive building. But at this point specifically where he was like, I don't care that you're selling their organs. Like, does it make any difference to me? I just care about the integrity of the game. But it's like, mm-hmm. who are you? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah. So, because like, the- Junho. Sorry. You know how at the beginning they had to like sign the contract Mm -hmm. when 
like they were approached by their debt collectors. Like when he gets beat up by the loan shark, the loan shark is like, you have to sign this contract that I own your kidneys and your eyes now. Like he, he basically signed his body away at that point. Like that's what the contract yeah. was. So, and then when he's in the so train station, <laughs> when he's in the train station, like the guy who he was playing the game against with like the square had that contract and was like, well, you signed this. So we own you basically. So why, like, wouldn't they just sell all the organs? Like, I feel like that would make more sense if they were like, yeah, this is all the money that we've gotten in the past from selling bodies or something. Well, I mean, the loan chart guy's like completely separate from this. I know, but they were saying like, that was something that was in uh that all the people who were playing have in common right because the guy who he played that game with in the train station had that contract like he like he obviously yeah like he works for the games because he like recruited people but he had to have also been in cahoots with the loan shark because he had the contract unless I'm like completely misremembering I I don't think he had he only gave him the card didn't he I don't think he had a contract hmm I feel like he was just like oh if you want to play a game like I thought that he brought up the contract after he was like, oh, you're Gihan, and this is how much money you owe. This is uh, where you're from and when you were born and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't really know. But basically, you can like deduce that selling organs on the black market isn't as lucrative as these games, people betting on these <laughs> games. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so Jun Ho is going scuba diving with the other guard, and that's when he learns that there are VIPs because the guy's talking about, like, oh, yeah, like the VIPs, da 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 da. And he's like, what do you mean? So it kind of is like, okay, there are more higher ups involved than just that one ringleader guy. And, uh, he like totally blows his cover with the other scuba diver and he's like holding him at gunpoint because the guy's like oh you're not number 29 or whatever and so he's trying to get more information because he knows that his brother he found the card in his brother's room and he's trying to get more information of like where his brother is. So he thinks that his brother is one of the dead people because when they were like dissecting uh, one of the bodies, it only had one kidney. And I'm like, you know how many other people only have one kidney? Like, I don't know why. I don't get how that happened. Cause I'm like, he could obviously see like, did it not have a head or something like I don't know how he thought it was his brother did you understand that uh like 
but it, it was the he didn't see the body he didn't no because it it wasn't the one from that from like just the then room. Oh, it was okay. the one from the night before when they were like you didn't show up and you were supposed to do the delivery oh right 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 okay so yeah so, he wasn't there so he didn't know but then they said something about how they didn't get enough money because like what the organs were messed up and there was only one kidney okay yeah so I'm like okay that's kind of a stretch to be like that must have been my brother then but the other guard is like no it wasn't your brother because that body was like a woman and he basically says that they like had sex with this dead body uh all of the guards did and stuff so like Junho he gets all the information out of him that he needs and then he kills him because he's obviously a horrible person um but he finds out that all of the records for the players are in the captain's quarters so he has to figure out how to get up to where the captain is so like most of the episode is him sneaking around the captain's quarters and like trying to figure out where his brother is did you see that the door into the captain's quarters was under the fly me to the moon thing yeah I did when I yeah I noticed that the first time when I was watching it yeah so he goes sneaking around the captain's quarters and then they sound an alarm um because they know that player 111 is missing uh so they have all the players like get up at night and like they're holding them at gunpoint and Gihan sees that the old man has like wet himself because he's sick and like really out of it and stuff so he takes off his jacket and ties it around his waist uh so he's not embarrassed um and then we go back to Junho and he's in the room with all the records and he sees all the different years of the games and it goes all the way back to the 80s so I'm like okay well this is obviously like people have been betting on this so it just keeps getting like bigger and bigger probably and he's looking at the records and he finds out that his brother won the games in 2015 and that's the end of the episode so we know that his brother was one of the winners and we don't know where he is now so is this implied that his brother has been missing since them well no because he like just recently went missing so like you're i'm assuming we know that his brother like returned from the games if he if he won them right he must have returned home and just not told anyone about it but now he's missing again so it's like is he playing again or where is he yeah do they show his picture in this episode like in his file Um, I don't remember no I don't think they do well do they no I don't think they do Okay. I think they just have like a list of names and it's like his name is says like he won it basically. 
but yeah so we didn't play any game in this it's just showing like this is bigger than the players like the immediate people there like there are these vips that are involved and it's more of like a gambling kind of thing and um it's been going on for years and years yeah i was pretty taken aback by how long the games have been running i did not expect that because i think we talked about this before how it almost seems like nobody really knows what's going on but i guess that makes sense like if they're hiring new guards every year that they play like they would be an experience oh i didn't even think about that that's a good way to keep it like more secretive i guess like Maybe they have it in like different locations, maybe every year and like new people. I don't know because when when Junho and the other guard were like climbing down into that secret passageway to go diving, that like those tunnels looked pretty established. Oh, right. Maybe. I, and like for okay, them to, have is, to move the records every year to somewhere else like I don't know I feel you like don't they're think probably they always can, there they got so much money you don't think they can move a few files every year <laughs> but also to like they do the Olympics maybe it's like the Olympics maybe it's every four years to contract somebody to move or to build rebuild just, all your stuff I just know when they were underwater caving, it reminded me of Spy Kids. <laughs> Ooh. I want, I'm still waiting for that microwave that just like turns those pellets into food. Mm-hmm. I this can't is believe the second it. time Junie Cortez. <laughs> this is the second time Junie Cortez has come up in this podcast. Junie. Junie. Butterfingers. um so what was your favorite part of the episode um i'm not gonna lie i feel like this episode wasn't as uh intense as the other ones um yeah i feel like it didn't really like add that much to the storyline except it showing that this has been around for a while like that's literally pretty much the only takeaway from it yeah i'm a big fan of uh the new girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) the new girl i would just i want to know what she did in the first two games because she seems like she does not give two shits she's just she's there hanging out she's chilling um yeah so I guess the beginning with her when she was like making fun of that guy because she was just like being mean I don't know is she your new favorite character then no I don't think so I have I have a big soft spot for Ollie yeah I hope he wins because he's like the only one who I would want to have all the money who deserves the money yeah he's not he's not in debt like by any fault of his own except for maybe it's just the world has done him dirty yeah Yeah. 
for choosing to work for like not a great spot but also you just you do the work that you can so I just I feel so bad for him he's so cute okay I'm gonna play devil's advocate for five seconds because I do love Ali but if I was a father who with a child and a wife I wouldn't be playing games where the stakes were this high that I could die you know unless he's like knows that the money's gonna go to them if he does die but like I don't know I'd be pissed if my dad died doing that I don't know they made it so I think it was this episode they were like we should just kill him right now like he's an illegal immigrant oh yeah 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 yeah. um me now says that at the beginning oh yeah because she's like he's an illegal immigrant like we're really gonna let him just like come in here and take our money and blah 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 and so then you like feel extra I mean well I feel bad for him because it's like he's only he's only doing what he can and like this is clearly a last resort where like his family needs this money yeah I just seem like, I don't what know. are the odds you're going to win? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's too big of a risk even for But somebody the has reward. to. <laughs> well, I guess that's not true. It could be that nobody wins if everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, basically, I'm like, unless you're very confident in your skills, like, or your luck, I don't know if I would give up ever seeing my child again for money. But I guess the money does go to them, like I said, so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, also, something that I just thought about. So they imply that there are like multiple game masters, right? Like there are multiple VIPs. Mm-hmm. Remember in the first episode when the game master like takes that phone call in English? Yeah. What if what if there's like Squid Game happening? Like all over the world and that's why they have so many different winners yeah it's like the olympics <laughs> or something yeah like that's what you said like they places. have like the yeah. locations all over and then that's why he was calling because like they're all like like he was talking to somebody in america so that's why he was like speaking english because the american yeah. games were also going on Obviously, don't tell me since you know what happens, but that's my speculation. (laughs) Okay. So next episode is called, it's uh, episode six, and it's called Ganbu, which translates to a very close friend in English. So that really doesn't give us any insight. They're going to be asking each other what they're fashion faux pas <laughs> favorite restaurants they're gonna say are. what's my favorite ice cream and if they don't get it they get killed yeah i have one more question for you will you be my ganbu i thought i already was oh okay um, it's breaking my heart i i'm pretty sure i'm saying that right <laughs> um yeah 
do you have any predictions of what will happen next episode i just want to let's see how close you are to being correct (laughs) um i'm gonna guess that it's like a partner game and they have to play like patty cake or something where it's like a two-person game you haven't watched this episode correct no i haven't um that's gonna be my guess but also I don't feel super confident in anything any speculation that I have to make about this because in this episode I was like you know what I think the doctor might like win it all and then (laughs) he'll like turn on all of them and he'll be the one that like turns people in or something and then he ran into the playroom and got shot and I was like oh that's like that feeling that's like yeah that's like the crazy thing about this like you think you know kind of where it's going or something and then they just like completely flip it and like because you'd think like oh this guy's gonna start like the minute they introduce that he is harvesting organs they kill him like off immediately (laughs) so like that storyline's gone because like the minute you find out it's happening they're like yeah "Yeah, let's just get rid of this guy so (laughs) they like completely take that whole storyline or that plot out and then they're like oh yeah I knew I like I knew you guys were sketchy the whole time but play the game's fair and you're like okay what the fuck else are they gonna do like yeah just keep turning it on its head yeah so yeah um I guess we'll see you next week for episode six cool where we're actually gonna have another game finally (laughs) yeah i guess from now on there's got to be one every episode right yeah i think so there's gotta be they're based on the number of games that they have to play and the number of episodes there were only two episodes where they weren't going to play a game so now the rest have to have games yeah i'm like i think we have all the backstory we need (laughs) Yeah, get on with it. <laughs> Okie doke. We'll get see you next week. It. Sounds good. Tell <laughs> Sam I said bye after he wakes up from his power nap. I won't. Goodbye. No. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>